2: Hey everyone! Welcome to Web here on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, joined by Canadian, Canadian search guru Dave Davies <laughs> from uh, Beanstalk <laughs> SEO. Congratulations on that, sir! Well, uh, thank you. It is the 21st of November, 2013. A uh, an interesting week in search, a momentous week in social media. And of course, the week Dave Davies was crowd, uh, search <laughs> Canadian search guru. We, uh, 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 I know you can't see me. This is radio, but I am genuflecting. Like I, I, I am bowing to bowing to. Uh, Dave, uh, what's, what? You what? Know, how did that come about?
3: <laughs> um. It, it was. I. Uh, I'm not quite sure. I didn't know what the title was going to be until it until it actually went up. Um, I had just got an email said uh, said sure um, I'll, uh, I'll I'll do an interview um, had some some quick back and forths and uh, and then uh, an article was published so uh, <laughs> she liked
2: you
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah I guess so
3: um, so yeah I mean, you know obviously I I like it and it's on a on a you know a source of, you know obviously I, I mean, know them and uh and i like them so um so yeah that's it's always nice to get a get a hat tip but uh yeah i, I don't know if guru really
2: really uh applies maybe but um, no, <laughs> yeah, no, hey let's go uh, for it yeah you and uh darren can find it out uh next time you guys are in the same <laughs> room <again>. oh. <laughs> interesting um interesting we we just had a fun conversation with uh With SEO guru Darren Babin, host of, uh, what was that show? Oh, the SEO Rockstars. That's right, Right. SEO Rockstars. Darren and Brandy are in Fort Lauderdale, which is way cool. Um, They were were just in the studio and they just had to duck out. Something about being in a mood or something. Um, What do we got? We have so much to talk about. Let's give a quick rundown of what we're going to be doing. Um, Google is looking for future requests for webmaster tools. Matt Cuz is talking about responsive design and talking about uh meta descriptions. Do you ever wonder if he's like, you know, gets runs out of stuff to talk about? <laughs> um <laughs> SES has rebranded themselves ClickZ. Um and Bitcoin is scaring uh scaring the heck out of the US Treasury. Um there was a uh On Friday, we all, the search community was stunned with news that um, Dana Lukadu had been badly injured in a bicycle accident. Want to give a really quick update on on her situation as I understand it. Um, First of all, the outpouring of love and support for Dana. When news uh, started filtering out through social media early Friday that there was... uh, this accident has been stunning and humbling and uh, it really reminds you of how much an impact she's had on the search community and how much the search community loves her and comes together as family when there's a crisis. Yep. And yeah, that was, um, like, again, I just don't have words for the love that the community has shown her. So, as I understand it, um, yeah she was really badly injured she's been she 's had a couple of surgeries and she has a couple of surgeries to go however she 's one of the fittest and strongest willed persons in this industry I mean she is remarkably phys- physically fit and yeah she 's a very strong willed person and reports reports say that her recovery is moving faster than doctors expected so she's um with the with the support of a body cast she's sitting up uh, speaking um her sense of humor is back um her sense of tragedy is back and her sense of gratitude is huge and she's um she's expressed thanks through a through a facebook group and through spokespeople like Alan Blyweith and um and Annie Cushing, and uh, you know, from from all of us at Webmaster Radio to uh, to Dana and to you know the people who are in you know in California actively actively helping her out and supporting her. We love you. We love you so much. Thank you. Ah, I couldn't say it better myself. Um, okay, I had to had to get that off. That's uh, I, that's actually kind of a very emotional one. So, uh, Dana, biggest love. Okay, so uh, interesting thing. We have a lot of a lot of Google stuff, a lot of tech stuff to to talk about. Um, you know, I was at I was at a Sempo Toronto gathering two nights ago. Uh, first first Sempo Toronto meeting, in fact, Search huh. Engine Marketing Professional Organization Toronto, and it was sponsored by Ben. Now. You know, Dave, you've seen the... You've just seen and heard talking in the community and you've been at the conferences. You've seen Bing is making a full-court press to win the heart, mind, and most importantly, attention of search marketers. Yep. Um, You know, you get get the feeling that they want the search marketing community to do for them what we did for Google all those years ago and just, you know, massive word of mouth. So, Bing sponsors the... uh, the uh, Sempo Toronto event, and there's present there's presentations from uh, from the organizers and from from search mark search marketers, and it was stressed at the very beginning that this is a Bing event or a Bing sponsored event, and watching people do just linguistic cartwheels to try to avoid mentioning the G engine. <laughs> When every slide they had related to Google Webmaster Tools or to, uh, um, you know, to Google this or Google that. So um, I'm trying to come up with a linguistic exercise for, I can't believe I'm going to do that. I can try to come up with a linguistic exercise for people. Um, if you have to present, it, Dave, I, I know you're going to have to present in the future. And it's just the way things work. Um, to hold a large-scale event, you need sponsorship. So the organizers are going to be going to they who are throwing the money around, and right now it's Bing. And when you're on stage, you cannot diss the sponsors because, like, they're the people who made this whole thing possible. So you got to try to get the word Bing off of your tongue. Okay? This is so much better in my head when I was making coffee um, That it feels like it's going to get now. But... You know, if you can just, you know, roll your tongue around it, bing da did-da-bing- da, bing da da, bing 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 da da, bing 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 bing, before going on stage, I'm sure. You know, it gets hard to say, Google, Google, Google. Go, go. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You know, I, I I get what you're saying, and I, I get the the pressure they had at those events. I've done it. like I've you know, been writing an article for Search Engine Watch or something, and just got and and I realized, yeah, I'll, I'm only referring to one engine here. <laughs> okay. I'm gearing this entire thing, and yes, I'm talking about a best practice or whatnot, and it's like, and it's so you can rank on Google. No, I did, like I have to go back and reword things to go, and so you can rank on search engines. <laughs> it like just going so I I know about that. You know, unfortunately, in print, you can you know, edit after the fact. Uh, I, I know that challenge that, uh, that they face. And that's obviously a huge problem that Bing has. Um, and, and, I mean, you know, we, we talked about how um, we as, uh, or, or you discussed earlier how we as marketers, you know, Bing's hoping that we'll help them. Well, I mean, it, it's a weird one. I don't think we really needed to help them. We did. Um, but it wasn't us really who helped them. It was Bing, except that they were MSN at the time and it was Yahoo, and it was because every search you did on either engine for a good chunk of time came with a little powered by Google logo. <laughs> and, and it was just like and that's that's
1: what
3: right? I mean it's like, okay, well, why would I go there if well that's a nice clean interface, right? Like they, they did it to themselves. Um, and I don't know that we can really fix Bing. They they kinda they kinda did that, but you know, as I mentioned in the a Guru article. Um, I think Bing's got some 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 good things coming. As long as they keep focused, they need to own the house. Just give mobile to Google. And just just dominate the house. Um, and uh, and I think they could have some some
2: pretty big wins. Well, seriously, boom! <laughs> like you lowered the boom <laughs> on that one. Wow, uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, the, why would the search community move like with one hundred percent focus on Google? Because everything was powered by Google at one time. Now Bing has approximately you know one sixth to one fifth of the market. Yahoo is is well, actually, I'm not even sure. You the honest truth is Yahoo is <laughs> still powering Bing results. Uh, we're now being powered by Bing results. honesty goodness, I'm not sure what Yahoo's doing, but Bing is a, is becoming a more serious player in the in the marketplace. One in five searchers is—I mean, that's 20% of the market. That's hard to hard to defocus on. W- w- would you agree? This is a, a a safe statement to make. Google is yeah. so quality focused now that if you optimize for Google, you'll probably probably do very well in Bing.
3: Um, yeah, I, I would. I think Bing is, and you know what? I, I'm sure you're hitting this too. Um, is having to play some catch up algorithmically. Um, you know, oh, it's it,
2: hard. Which to is, search is, search is, search. is, is <laughs> I knew
3: you were going there. I knew you were going there. Thanks, Jeremiah. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, it, it is really hard. They're having to play some catch up. they they're dealing with some perks like they're not being pushed like Google is because we're not going there <laughs> we're not like and I mean us as we as SEOs aren't attacking them with the same veracity. Um, we're not working as hard to crack their algorithm and, and figure out what works and what doesn't and mostly the black hats aren't bombarding them with with stuff they're you know we're all more preoccupied with Google um, so they're not having to deal with that I think they're not having their envelope pushed at the same time you know when you do rank organically over it uh, over a Bing and I think organic SEOs should should be picked Paying attention to this, um, I, I know I am. Is when you look at the available visible real estate given to organic above the fold oh in both goodness. engines, <laughs> you oh, yeah. actually have to start to weigh off where where are you going to benefit most organically? Um, and I think you know while they only have twenty percent market share above the fold real estate <laughs> dedicated to organic um you know and 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 possible clickability depends on your sector of course but i i think you know um bing can can pull a, a little more for for people than that 20% might. And google's obviously still the place to be but uh, i think bing can pull a disproportionate if you're in the you know the top 2 top 3 on uh, on their engine versus the same positions organically on uh, on google depending on the query depending on the sector of course but um i i think it's i think it's more valuable than some people might give it credit for
2: well I, I think you're absolutely right, and I think it's time to be, to bring Bing into the conversation on a more permanent basis um, as its own unique entity, because, um, I mean, as you said, just look at the space devoted to organic results on Google, and then look at the amount of space devoted to organic results on Bing, and I'm sorry, I, I saw an article earlier today in the midst, in the midst of a number of meetings I was in. Which suggested that you know, in a couple of years, you mightn't see any organic results at Google above um, on the on front page, given the amount of amount of space they're devoting to, you know, either informational, direct informational results that they're pulling information off your page, or to paid results. Google's pushing organic way the heck down there, but Google worked for Overture, right? (laughs) <laughs> it certainly did uh, you know, Baidu's doing just fine I hear <laughs> um, but what Google taketh away Google also try to giveth or at least they try to appear to giveth and on a post at Matt Cutts blog that went up earlier today Google posed a really cool question now did you, did you see this? I have
3: seen it I haven't had a chance to review all the answers that have come in yet but I, I do know the question but
2: go ahead it's a great question Google's asking you, asking webmasters, um, asking site owners and and web marketers, what would you like to see from Webmaster Tools in 2014? That's a a pretty cool question. That's a great question. Referral data. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, let's let's bring it back. (laughs) Or more referral data. Anyway, he's asking people to reply on his blog to email google to uh to, e- to use the response form at webmaster tools to you know just get get your request to webmaster tools and they say they'll start working on them. it's kind of cool. Maybe. Maybe they'll work on them. Um
1: you know fair enough. Just,
3: I mean they 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 can't give us if if every SEO said here's the data that you want and they had to do all of them. Um, you know I mean I, I don't blame them they can't do that <laughs> be well, what would you put on your, on your wish list what would be the number one thing you would, uh,
2: you would most like to see in there for, uh, from webmaster tools from webmaster tools um, it involves availability of keyword and keyword data um, yeah. right now I'm turning to webmaster tools for the bulk of the keyword data I get about any given website I want to see more okay, fair enough Fair enough. Now, if you can get yours, I, I'm
3: going to go with. Um, I would love to see a notice on algorithmic penalties. Right now, you just get the manuals. I'd mm-hmm. love to know if there's an algorithmic uh, penalty that's that's hit a site because right now there's. Well, you know, you, you do audits on sites, and you're like, well, oh. you know, you can judge from the traffic drop what took place, but it'd be nice to go. This is your penalty. <laughs> like this one here, because you know they're rolling these things out like uh, like they're firing off howitzers, right? <laughs> All right, so just, so, okay, well, you're gonna roll out three in a week. You need to let me know which one, uh, my might... Yeah, which d day?
2: am I supposed to look at links or content, or does my site just suck? <laughs> you know, what if we just gave them like our you know usernames and passwords or our FTP information, and they gave us this big red easy button? <laughs> <laughs> you know they can do it.
1: Just, just.
2: Fix my site for me. <laughs> now, and Here's the deal. Like Google, what we'll do is we'll charge our clients like huge money for access to the easy button. And we won't annoy you with frivolous stuff. And you charge us. like it's, We're cool paying it, but we'll charge our clients more, of course, right? And all right. we'll do is you know, we'll push the button and we'll say the magical things. and You don't want to deal with all these clients anyway. We'll say the magical things. We'll push the big red easy button. It'll all get done. And we'll all make some money. What do you think? You think Schmidt will be cool with that? Depends how much money. (laughs) Well, it's a lot easier for us to sell this product than it is for you to sell this product, Eric Schmidt. Yeah, I'm talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. At that, speaking of selling products, it's time for us to help people sell some products. We are a commercial radio station. That means we have commercials, and it's time for them. Uh, friends, you're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. This is uh, Jim Hedger from Digital Weights Media, joined by Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. It's the 21st November 2013, and we're going to be back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break.
0: Why do over 15,000 small businesses love working with Infusionsoft? Because we believe in people and their dreams. We empower entrepreneurs and our groundbreaking tools help small businesses grow and thrive. We listen. We care. We serve our customers and we do what we say we'll do. We're always trying to find new ways to innovate and to improve our all-in-one sales and marketing platform. Most of all, from email to e-commerce, we help small businesses like yours succeed. Go to infusionsoft.com/radio to watch a free product demo. That's infusionsoft.com/radio. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and -and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link-building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link-builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com.
1: There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game.
0: We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're the host, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies.
2: Hey, everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the 21st of November, 2013. It's Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And, Dave, I got to do it. But this is the last time I have to, so it's really so this is special, okay? More, more special than usual. This is going to be the last ever mention for reasons beyond our own self control. The last mention of the four-letter F word you will ever hear on WebCology. Wow, that's bold of you, Jim. Let's go for yeah, it. it. But you know what? And it's I I I, I wish I could say why I so tingling to say why. It's the last you'll ever hear of the four-letter F-word. But I can't, so I'm just going to leave that hanging out of context. I want to talk about social media and civic good. As uh, pretty much everybody with a television or the internet knows, the city I live in just went through um, probably the darkest, weirdest, craziest, least explicable Period of, um, I mean, this was worse than when the Americans invaded back in 1813. Like, it was, cr- our town almost got destroyed by one guy. His name was Ford. That's one of two four letter F words you will never hear on this show ever again. Uh, at least until after this segment. Okay, so the city deposed the mayor. The mayor is kind of like the queen now in that he only has titular powers, he has statutory powers um, he has no actual power of being mayor, he's just a figurehead that's settled, it's over so Chwano came through this terrible um, nightmare and found a way to disempower this vulgar creature that was our mayor and now the trick is keeping his voice out of the media. <laughs> to you know right, it's important it's important. We fought so hard to get rid of this civic embarrassment that everybody in town's turned on. There is no more Ford nation. That's over. So again, to stop the damage, we have to stop his communicative powers. And he was given a television show by the Sun T V news net news network that you know debuted on Monday night. And when that TV show debuted, an advertiser that made a product that was sold through the Canadian, the chain, Canadian Tire, so it wasn't Canadian Tire, it was, it was the product maker that made a product that was sold through Canadian Tire, was advertising on the, on the Ford Nation TV show, this new first episode of a, of a TV show, and that caused Torontonians to freak out at Canadian Tire as they saw the Canadian Tire logo. Now, Canadian Tire is like home hardware in Canada. It's a beloved corporation, um, a well-known and very beloved corporation. Um, seeing the logo with around Rob Ford was very disturbing for people. They took to Twitter. They took to uh, Facebook. And within the hour, Canadian Tire was disavowing the ads the next morning Sun TV announced that the Ford Nation TV show was cancelled. I can only see this as massive freak out on social media that produced a civic good. Um, And since I was one of the people leading the social media charge against Canadian Tire in the early hours, I want to take this time to publicly recognize Canadian Tire for, you know, turning what could have been a social media disaster into a social media win, um, and, you know, helping get that TV show off the air.
3: Anyway, see, isn't it interesting being in, in our positions, and I actually I have a, a blog series coming out next week just of, of some of my... Examples, And I might ask you, Jim, and I won't do it right now. I'll ask you after the show to, to maybe write a, a guest post for us um, to cover maybe that angle of things. And it's going to be on social media, sort of the good, bad, and ugly, great examples of it. But the, the idea, not just academically, but when we see and the ability of people in our industry um, to recognize, um, you know, sort of the powers at work and the properties at work that are creating these things. I don't think the average user go, hey, this is a great thing about social media. Right? it just created this isn't that isn't that awesome they might indirectly sort of tie these things together but um, you know to have that ability to, to, to recognize and because we craft marketing in this sector <laughs> it makes it easier to recognize when we're being marketed at um, and when marketing is working um, whether it's direct marketing or, or not and I, I think it's I think it's quite a quite an interesting thing and bring up a great example of the power of um, that again, and it's a weird one because while um, you know, we look at the political spectrum and that money rules it there, um, you look at the social media spectrum and go, this is where individuals um you know play their part. Um and this is where individuals and democracy um, are actually winning um because we we enact huge change on a real level on a on a thing that affects me on a day-to-day basis um just with the power of numbers
2: well and it, it's most interesting how well you know what give me a couple of elections where social media beyond beyond what obama did in uh 2008 and in uh, in 2012 um it'll be interesting to see how social how so, the next mayoral fight in toronto was fought in the realm of social media cuz i imagine that's where much of the battleground is going to be i've never seen, I've lived in a number of cities in my life, you know, Toronto, uh, Seattle, um, Vancouver, Victoria, um, Fort Lauderdale, etc. I've lived in a a number of places and I've never seen this level of civic engagement Um, on social media and the coffee shops. It'll be way interesting to see what happens and how the various candidates position themselves and use Twitter. Uh, Toronto's a Twitter town, by the way. I uh, decided that Toronto was totally a Twitter town and uh, yeah it'll be uh it'll it'll be wild it'll be a bloodbath according to the Ford brothers and I promise that is the last time you'll ever hear the four letter f word on this show I'm done with him he doesn't exist anymore um anyway social media for civic good try it sometime it works <laughs> <laughs> it is now you know what on on the subject
3: of uh... Names we will never say again, and words we'll never say again,
2: SES Conference. We will never say the SES Toronto, SES New York, SES Chicago, because there is no more SES. They've, uh, they announced yesterday, uh, Incisive Media announced a rebranding, or more of a merging of brands, Search engine strategies or SES no longer exists. It is now click Z, and that's gonna. I gotta ask you honestly, Dave. Is is that hard for you to say? Um, it it. uh, You know what? Actually, you you're referring to the
3: Z portion of. uh, I know. know, Oh, it hurts. Yeah, that one. Um, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll be honest. Actually, our, our main server here, I refer to it as Z Drive. It has the letter Z, and and we refer to it as Z Drive to reinforce because our our client base is American, and it's just it a, a further reinforcer So we're 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 good on that front. Um, to me, I have a problem saying click Z, um, because I, you know what? I'm going to call space, Spanish. I'm not going to get in the middle of a big big mashup here, but I think it's stupid. <laughs> I'm just gonna okay. jump right out there and go, you you have a brand, a well-established brand, the oldest conference series in the industry. Um why? Why would you possibly change? Now I'd understand if you, you sort of you know tweaked it and made the SES and, and sort of S E S and like a, you know, or or whatnot. If you want to extend it, sort of morph it to make it a little more, because I understand it's not just about search anymore. I, I got it. Uh, you know, I, I understand what I think they're trying to do is is pull a, a new idea in and, and make it a, a more broad, um, you know, conference series. Um, but I think they are going to face two really, really big problems here. And and the first is going to be uh, if they try and go a mile wide, inch thin, which I think would be, you know, okay, we need to make this broad for all business. Okay, well, now it isn't what it's supposed to be, and, and now it, it doesn't hold the same value. Um, and I think, you know, I mean... SES, it, it just, it is a thing. That is the brand. It is the oldest, um, you know, sort of conference series in our sector. Um, you know, I could understand if they just decided to go with SES and digital marketing, right? Or, or SES and online media or whatever, like if they morphed it like that. But to, to do what they did and just totally switch over, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I love SES. I love SEW. SC, you know, they're both, you know, sort of powered by the same people. Um, I, I really am worried uh, about what this move is is gonna do to them and I, I'm gonna be watching this really closely and going, is this series um is this the conference series that it was and is it the conference series that it's supposed to be?
2: Okay, you know what? I'm gonna play devil's advocate, even though primarily I agree with I agree with your original premise. It's a fifteen year old brand. Um that yeah that's had so much goodwill behind it. That's, you know, people know and understand and love the brand. Now, I'm saying that from a position of somebody for, you know, I'll say it straight up. SES has been very, very good to me over the years. It's been very, very good for me over the years. So, I mean, I just want to get that bias out there. I am a fan of the SES conference series. Um, And again, I and it's it's, it's I, I've done quite well for it. At the same time, and to uh, steal a phrase from Mike Grehan um, who who is the 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 face of this uh, of this transformation, the industry has expanded remarkably beyond strict search engine strategies. We're now involving social media, purchased media. Um, video commercials. Uh double click is a serious double click and, and 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 display advertising are serious players in the market. And the SES moniker, again according to Mike grehan was just well, limited. So ClickZ, which covers a wide spectrum of uh, digital marketing Issues, topics, and and stratagem. He, the he feels, or I should say, that the, the 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 incisive folk feel that is a more inclusive <coughs> flagship, a more inclusive masthead for foreign an industry that is growing very wide. Now, as for the uh, you know mile long and uh, inch thick thing. Um, the conference is the I was at SES Chicago and while it was a smaller conference and maybe maybe fifteen hundred to two thousand people it was a high quality conference um, the 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 a wide range of of topics addressed four sessions running concurrently back to back to back um, which I've always had a problem with by the way because you know, it's, it's it's hard to go to a conference and there's three things you want to see that are all happening at the same time yeah but anyway, that's that's the defense of the uh, that's the defense as I understand it, articulated by McGrehan in a video that's that's um, up at the search engine website right now about why they made this change. but i, I gotta I, I, I gotta agree with you Dave. Um, you tread thin ice when you step away from a beloved brand. yeah.
3: I mean, Coke. Coke has a has a whole whack of different products they sell. They're all under the Coca Cola. Oh,
2: <laughs> brand. God. I, I'm so glad you're referring to the soft drink. Sorry, I thought that okay. was before the 4 F word. again. <laughs> yeah, no,
3: I'm not going there.
2: Promise you. Indeed. And if you misuse that brand, uh, the, the corp- you know, or, or if, if that they were to step away from that, they would be nothing but sugar water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Now, I'm not going to say the same thing about the uh, Click Z conference series, because time will tell if there's more than sugar water there or not. But it is a really, I'm going to say it's a bold move. I don't know if I necessarily agree it's a smart move, but it's certainly a bold move. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, it, 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 it,
3: it, 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 we'll see, we'll see. Um, I mean, I you know what? I wish them well. I like everybody over there, um, and I, I I wish them well. Um, you know, ask as for my advice. I would say you don't do that. <laughs> but um, you know, they they made the move, and 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 hopefully it uh,
2: hopefully it works out for them. Um, oh, we got about five. Four minutes. Before we we're going to jump to break again. Um, really quickly, two things. Two Matt Cuts videos came up really quickly. I want to get your reaction to them. One of them was on the use of the meta description tag, and the other <laughs> was about responsive design. Okay. I'm going to sum okay. up the meta. I'm going to sum up meta description tag with one sentence. Well, you know, um, you don't gotta, but if you do, make sure they're different. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as it, as it turns out, Matt Cuts actually says he doesn't use the description tag, but then he advises people to use it if you want to get you know stronger responses for the rankings that you you achieve. Anyway, maybe some of us don't have to use the description tag. You're really cool if you don't have to use that description tag. <laughs> okay, but the one that's more controversial is his comments on responsive design. And he says that yes, response design—it's not going to hurt you, and it'll probably help you. But he's not guaranteeing it'll help you. What do you think? Um,
3: I think he's wrong. Um, but the, the the thing is, he's he's wrong for the right reasons. He's wrong in a. I, I'm Matt Cuts, and I have you know, here's here's what I can say, um, sort of angle of things and. I think what people look for when they're when they're asking Matt questions like this and and the answer they were looking for from him, I think he was right um, in that will having a responsive design help you inherently? Is creating a responsive design that, that appears on mobile, will that give you higher rankings on mobile? Okay? He answered that no, it won't, it won't hurt, won't help. Okay, on that point, I think he's right. Um, But if we carry this one step further and go, is Google tracking what the user's experience is on mobile and how long they're staying at a site? Are they doing that? Well, of course they are. Now, if that user finds a site that is more easy to use um, and is on the site longer and viewing more pages, is that going to improve your rankings on mobile? I would say yes, because we know Google's cares about, you know, is, is monitoring user behavior, and we know that they're going, you know, if people are, are, are enjoying your site, if they're engaged with your site, if they're finding what they want, then then you clearly are relevant, and, and so you get that, that bump on Google. I think on that question, responsive design will help your rankings. So I, I think he answered the question right, but if we carry it one step further, um, we can find out that. No, it it can in fact help you. It just wasn't the the question that was being asked.
2: That you're right, but the way you describe it hurts my brain. Um, <laughs> but you're absolutely right. Now, and this is something that you know, I have like thirty seconds to make this comment, so I'll try to do it really quickly. This is something that webmasters have to think about a lot. There's a, there's several on-page or design or structure factors that are involved in getting good rankings. But there's also a lot of human behavior factors that you can't really affect except by making a very useful document and populating it with really useful content. And that's why we always say over and over again, content is important, and structure is important, and the way you do it is important. Not because all of that will get you the rankings. All of that will get you more, more eyeball time on the website more time on page, a deeper, a deeper penetration into the website itself. And those are ranking factors. Yep. Okay. On that, it's, uh, it's 22 to the hour here on Webcology. It's the 21st of November, 2013. We have to take another commercial break. So on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanslock SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Listen to Webcology. Stay tuned. Coming back, have some fun talk about Bitcoin
0: Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking. Inside and out and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy.
1: Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com.
0: Pagasa.
1: Love. That is what the people of the Philippines need from us right now. Hope and love come from your heart. You can give that right now with your thoughts and prayers. Help is more tangible. Make a tangible difference in the lives of the 9.5 million people in the Philippines affected by Super Typhoon Haiyan. Please make a monetary donation right now to the Philippine Disaster Recovery Foundation at pdrf.org. Thank you.
0: Salamat. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. On demand anytime inside the entertainment channel,
1: only on webmasterradio.fm.
2: Commercial's off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm.
0: You're the host, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies
2: everyone, welcome back to Web College here on WebmasterVideo.fm. It's the 21st of November 2013. We're rolling into our last segment. This is Jim Hedden, uh, Digital Always Media, and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And uh, I guess uh, the last thing we we're going to be talking about was Bitcoin. The, uh, the new, well, sorry, it's not really so new, it's been around for a couple of years now, but Bitcoin is suddenly scaring. The U.S. and other governments, as uh, you know, almost almost like I'm, I'm thinking, as it should. I almost want to set the stage on this one for a sec, Dave. Would you? Would you give me a a, a couple moments for this whole philosophical thing? <laughs> <laughs> the the floor is yours, sir. Okay. Um, back in the early '90s, one of the jobs I had, one of the components of it was I was a um, an erstwhile lobbyist in Ottawa, and I had a conversation with the with a person who was then the assistant deputy minister of foreign affairs. And this is like 1992, 1993. Was it 92? I have think of 91, 92, something like that. Years ago. Anyway, during our conversation, he made a startling comment to me of something that stuck with me ever since. And he said, "The age of." the nation state is almost over. And I really didn't grasp what he meant back then. I was, you know, in my mid-twenties, and, you know, I'm still not the world's swiftest land mammal, but um, now that I've been privy to the front row seat we've, we, we, you, you, you've had, I've had, you know, many of us have had, as the Internet has developed, I'm getting the, the idea of why the nation state the era of nation-state is almost over. Bitcoin, the digital currency that has now taken a real-world form in the form of bitcoins, um, is being traded around the world as an active currency, and it's scaring the bejesus out of the U.S. government. Now, the thing about a virtual currency is it's not controlled by any national bank or by any central uh, central control mechanism beyond that of its own controllers? And we're you know it's almost like we're back in the era of the secretive Swiss bank. At least this is what this is what Treasury is thinking. And what Homeland Security is thinking? We're almost back in the time when, you know, people can move money nefariously, and there's no possible way the government knows what money's going where for what. Mm Hmm. Then they can't stop it because if they do, this is a global world, and the internet is a global place. It moves offshore, so then they'll have to clamp down on it. But the only way to clamp down on it is to clamp down on the internet in general. And seriously stifle the economy, so they're in a pickle. What do you think? Um, well, I think there's really nothing they can do about it.
3: Um, and I, I and this is to me, you know, flashing forward here, um, you know, and and I am flashing forward, and and this is just a world that I'm I'm making up. I don't know the direction, but imagine a world where Bitcoin or something like it. Um becomes the de facto for international exchange, right? would makes sense to have a global this always maintains a constant value um currency it, it It makes a lot of sense on on a lot of grounds where I can invest in something that holds a set value and I can buy
2: this um well, a lot of the that, problem sorry no sorry, just as an- uh, as a as an amateur economist. That's impossible. Value fluctuates on at mm. uh, you know demand.
3: <laughs> well you're, you're, it'll fluctuate relative to yours, but it won't fluctuate relative to a it won't fluctuate on you. Let's say I need to purchase goods services and I have to purchase US dollars, which is the example I was gonna get to. That US dollar may fluctuate at the same time. Right? So now I've got my currency fluctuating, the U.S. dollar currency fluctuating, and I'm trying to buy oil from – and I'm going on large scale – from Saudi Arabia. Okay, now <laughs> it's all gotten to be kind of a mess. If we have a, a, a currency that, while it may fluctuate relative to mine, will always hold its value, we can now agree to make a purchase in a, in a set value and know – all I need to do is, is have some of this currency, and you're willing to accept that currency. Okay, we're, we're all equal. I think that actually, in and of itself, may play a huge problem. And, and this is going back about five years ago, and, and it would mainly cause a problem with um, the United States dollar. And, and that may be a sort of secret concern here. If that became a standard, the U.S. dollar is buoyed up by the fact that it is one of two currencies that all uh, oil... Um, needs that OPEC uses um, to purchase as as their de facto, it all has to be in one of two currencies, the US being one of them which helps mm-hmm. keep the, the US dollar inflated. Well, if everybody went hey, here's our de facto currency well, this is the currency and it, it has a global standard that that creates some big problems for the US dollar Well,
2: the, the, um, the, 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 the reason that oil is traded in dollars or euros is because especially with dollars, and the reason the dollar is the default currency on earth it's because it's stable. The American economy is massive, biggest in the world, very diversified. America, yeah, America has been on the ropes uh, for the you know a lot of the last five years, but it is still the um, the global leading economy. And in you know, I, I don't see that being um, being affected as badly as everyone thinks it's going to be by China in the near future. But you're right. This introduces in a potential instability to the American currency,
3: which could be a problem. Now, I do it right now. I mean, the the concerns that we're talking about here, and 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 in the in the context of what we're chatting about here, as far as um, you know, trade um, and and the ability of nefarious organizations to use That's this currency, um, I, I think that is a very real one. Um, however. Um. Here's here's kind of a perk, but like if you've got to pick one, here's here's a perk. Um, it all takes place on computers. Um, like the the entire exchange mm-hmm. of this currency is is all on computers, and and as we know from from recent issues that Google's been very vocal about and stuff, the NSA just. Plugs their butts into everything <laughs> and understands what 's going on like we we know that i mean it's probably better than gold bullion better than any other means of transferring in a in a way that would be sort of behind the scenes kind of transfer of money actually having anything that is online that has like a a, a mark around it, which you know i mean you can move these things, but it's you know what you're looking for when you're looking for the transmission of these things. Um, to me, in, in a weird way, it, I would almost rather they kept it there where I can track it. Yes, bad things are always going to happen. People are always going to exchange goods and services that you would rather they didn't and that may be a threat to your stability. Um, but if, they, if we can keep, sorry, go ahead.
2: If, if I was Treasury or if I was Homeland Security, my concern would be the ability to move and convert the money. So, okay, I'm an international cocaine smuggler suddenly, okay, and my, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I'm working for Cokeville. and uh, I accept my payment in bitcoins, and boom, uh, launder it immediately into my cyber business, which immediately purchases a service from some other business, which. Convert some money into real world Canadian or American dollars. Vice versa, I pay it back down the chain and they do a similar um, purchase of services from one company to another company to another company until you get to a point where the money is so scattered it's virtually laundered. And then it gets converted into into the national currency, so you get to pull it out again. When I try to do that through a bank, um, records go all over the world immediately. Right. When you do it through Bitcoin, you're just, zoom, zoom, zoom done. And the, there's not a lot of record keeping. And I think that's what has Homeland Security so scared. Um, yes. So, you know, what else will say for Bitcoin? One of the commodities that, you know, drug dealers or, or, you know, people trying to launder money would use would be, you know, fine art. You can't buy and sell it, but you can hold it for a while. It'll keep more art on the wall. That's what I say. Right. <laughs> better art galleries. Um, can the U.S. government shut down Bitcoin without having it go offshore and, and prevent it from going offshore? That's a big question. Well, and that's one that's posed, isn't
3: it? Is, okay, well, people are still going to want Bitcoins. People are still going to want to be able to use these things. So now you've put it under China's control. Or you put it under, you know, whoever, Russia's control. Is that better? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I know there's a lot of counters to that going, well, you can't, you know, say, hey, thumbs up to something that is a is a threat um, just so you can control it. Um, you know, in, in some contexts, I, I have not, to lean on the, yes, you can. It's,
1: okay. <laughs>
3: it's, it's a smart um, thing to do. Yeah, well, it, it, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like, um, you know, if something can pose a threat, I would rather it was in a realm I could control. Yeah, well,
2: exactly. <laughs> um, in fact, it, as, as, as just before you started saying that, it was occurring to me that that's really the only solution for the U.S. government is to make Bitcoin the internet an international internet currency and control something. the thing. The U.S. Is risking, is risking losing control of the domain naming system as other countries start to build out their own in, internet infrastructure. <laughs> And I would argue it's important to have a country like the U.S., one that, you know, is, is devoted to rule of law. I do truly believe that the U.S. is devoted to rule of law. I do truly believe that. Oh, recent behavior, otherwise. Um, rather than seeing a country that like Russia, and i love to Russia and Russians, but Putin seems to be making, making stuff up as he goes along, um... I would rather see the the internet in American hands if you know if there is to be a government running the web currently it's the American one and I prefer that. Oh yeah. it's so um, to to continue running the web having the internet currency you know that, that that might be really useful. There's there's another one for you American government from from a couple Canadians it's it's a good, <laughs> a good tip that'll be $5 please. My $5. <laughs> or bitcoin point <laughs> and uh, you know that brings us to the end of another hour here on Webcology how did we do that? that That was tied so well it was <laughs> cool okay <laughs> and there's the music um, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beansock SEO that's Dave at Beansock SEO this is Jim Hedger from Digital All Media quick note about next week's show we're going to be pre-recording it um, next week falls on Thanksgiving we will have a show for you but it's going to be a, re- be a pre-record We will be live two weeks from now here on webmasterradio.fm. Stick around. More great content coming up.